we've all heard that where your focus goes, your energy flows. And yet, we allow ourselves to get distracted and caught up in things that deplete our energy. This turns our focus onto things that we don't want. Last year, I decided to treat my mind like a bank. I call it mental currency, and the goal is to spend wisely. For some reason, when we use money as an analogy, we seem to wake up to the concept and understand it better. So I took that concept and applied it to the physical, in this case, the mind. Not only do we tend to spend our mental currency on things that don't really matter, but sometimes we spend it on things that we actually make up. Things that never even occurred. Or even better, things in the past. I personally believe that we cannot control our thoughts. When you try to control a thought, you are trying to control something that naturally wants to be seen, that naturally wants you to acknowledge it and look at it and deal with it. The problem is we end up diving so deep into that thought that we think we are it, we anchor in it, believing it to be true. Hence, mental currency. How am I going to spend those mental dollars and coins? In this video, I'm going to give some examples of how we foolishly spend our mental currency and how to save so you can spend on what you really want. So when you save or conserve, you create more space for things to pop up in your life that you actually want to focus on, that you actually want. This is because you are being selective with your attention. You have the capacity, or in this case, the funds to see and attract what you want into your life. You can call it manifesting. I like to call it co-creation. In fact, I have an entire video on this. I will leave the description down below. So here's the first example of spending your mental currency foolishly. Road rage. <laughs> I live in Jersey. I am all too familiar with this. We have a problem. Seriously, what's wrong with Jersey drivers? Let's just be real, right? There are stupid drivers out there. It's a fact. But how you respond to the drivers dictates if you're dropping dollars or coins. If you are cursing, yelling, beeping the horn, better yet, when it's all said and done and you're on a phone call later with somebody, if you have to tell them about that incident or, my favorite, when you go to pick somebody up after your road rage fit and when you pick them up, you have to tell them about your road rage fit that just happened, I don't know, 20, 15 minutes ago. That sounds like a lot of energy for something that doesn't mean shit. And, and when I say it doesn't matter, I mean that it does nothing for you. Having validation for a road rage fit does nothing for you. It only takes more money out of your bank. I mean, picture this, you just spent $75 from your mental currency, from your, from your bank, on someone that you don't know, that you will never see again, and that is literally disappearing from your life in the car, on the road. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to ignore like a stupid driver, absolutely not. Be aware of them, have an opinion, they suck at driving, okay. So instead, when you're on the road, acknowledge them, be aware, okay, they might cause an accident, I'm gonna get as far away from this person as possible and keep it moving, next. But no, you wanna bark, before, during, and after? Another example is when you, let's say, are with a group of friends or people or coworkers, whatever the case might be. And 
some people are acting a little funny you don't know what it is what's going on and you create this story in your mind that you did something wrong they must not like you oh they're talking shit about me at work oh i can bet you they're talking about this behind my back uh uh just just these scenarios that you're that you are creating without any actual evidence all to realize later that the reality of the situation had nothing to do with you what a waste of time energy and yes in this case money especially when you're pushing it on other people like you got to call your other friends and be like what do you think this happened this happened right what do you think they said do you agree with me you're pushing a scenario a fake scenario on other people to give you a right or wrong answer a black or white answer to a very gray non-existent situation it's different when you're asking for some genuine advice on something where you got facts to to to, to back it up but in this case, not only are you draining yourself and your own mental bank and your own currency, you're also projecting this onto other people and, and, and doing the same thing to them. Your validation is costing other people their own currency. And I, I don't have time for that anymore. It's like, no, I'm good. Keep the change. <laughs> and these are two very high level examples. I think you get the point. Now, when you start to treat your mental state like currency, you're gonna have very little time for bullshit. <laughs> Your eyes and focus will not only be on the prize, but you can actually almost hold it. The prize being what you actually want, what you actually want to draw into your experience, into your life, into your now moment. And when thoughts pop up that you don't like, you won't run from it trying to think of a new thought, spending more money and more effort into changing it. You're going to look at it, maybe hold hands with it, see it for what it is, not get caught up, not sink into it, not believe it, and let it pass. Think of this analogy when it comes to bad thoughts, right? This is my favorite analogy. I, I use this all the time. It's like walking on the sidewalk in the city and you see dog poop on the ground. You don't start screaming and yelling about dog poop on the ground. I can't believe it. Who who left the dog poop here? I can't believe they didn't clean up after their dog. I'm not going to start screaming and yelling and be outraged that there's poop and shit on the ground that I could have potentially stepped in and ruined my shoes. Oh my God. No. Instead, I acknowledge, oh, there's dog poop on the ground. Don't stick around to smell the crap. Go around it. Keep it moving. When you do this, your behavior will slowly start to change. It's not gonna happen overnight. This is like reconfiguring the brain. You'll start to be short with people. You'll start to entertain certain people and not others. You are going to spend more of your attention and time on people, places, and things that actually are depositing more value. Your tolerance for a job or a relationship might change as well. You might distance yourself, relationship dynamics might change. And at the same time, you will be welcoming new ways of being. You'll be creating more space for new things you actually want. This is because you saved up. Think of the, the average human being when it comes to saving, putting money in their savings account. That takes time. That takes more than one deposit. And many of us in this case are starting at zero. So remember, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Spend your mental currency wisely. Thanks for visiting House Momentum. And if you like this video, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and I will see you 
next time.